0: For centuries, men and women have shared stories of unexplainable encounters, dark shadows, disembodied voices, and sightings that go beyond our level of understanding. For over ten years, I have been one of the few unwilling to accept these stories as myths. The world that you know is incomplete and full of things most would dismiss as nonsense and folklore. What you're about to hear might sound a little strange. You have been warned. My name is Nico Fontaine, welcome to the world of the paranormal, welcome to Ghost Etc. Hey, what's going on guys, welcome back to Ghost Etc., My name is Nico Fontaine, and I'm a paranormal investigator with over 10 years of experience. This is episode two in the Science and Cinema series. In our previous show, we covered the lighthearted comedy Ghostbusters, and kind of used that to convey technology and stuff like that, um, and ghost tools and and hunting uh, gear um, that we hope one day we could achieve. Um, In this one we're going to take a little bit of a darker note and we're going to be covering and dissecting the movie The Conjuring. Um, Now before I go any further of course um, there probably will be some spoilers. The movie did come out in 2013 so five years ago. Uh, We haven't seen it yet. Check it out. It's actually a pretty good movie. got a lot of jump scares and stuff like that in there it's, it's pretty awesome um, but this particular film is going to be dealing with a, a lot of uh, higher ghost classification um, that being like demonics uh, we're gonna be dealing with exorcisms and possible witchcraft and curses uh, possessions of course um, so before we get any further, I'll give you kind of a brief synopsis of the film. So the film takes place in 1971. Uh, it follows the characters of Roger and Carolyn Perone, who they who move into a pretty rundown farmhouse um, in Harrisville, Rhode Island. Um, they move there with their five daughters, um, Andrea, Nancy, Christine, Cindy, and April, and their dog Sadie. Um, First red flag in the entire film is the dog, Sadie, refuses to go inside the house. Um, while they're looking at the outside of the house, uh, one of their daughters, I believe, I, I don't know which child it is in particular, it was, but anyways, they were playing like a hide-and-seek type of game, um, and then they find a boarded-up entrance to the cellar. Um, second red flag: a boarded-up entrance to something in your home. Um, anyway, so in the first few nights of the movie, um, all the clocks stop exactly at three o seven a.m. Okay. First major scene um, and super red flag that this house is probably a horrible place to be in is they find their dog Sadie dead in the backyard no real reason as to why um then consistently throughout the nights um the kids have experiences um with paranormal encounters malevolent spirits things trying to harm them now they use the term malevolent spirit like a spirit's very generic term but essentially um this in order to interact with us and actually harm us has to be a demonic simply because, you know, ghosts have no way of really touching us. They're not on our same plane. Demonics work a little differently. Um, They can attack us, um, you know, and physically harm us. So one of the big things um, that goes down is after, you know, people are basically getting hurt and and, and nearing death. Um, Carolyn, uh, the mom, uh, decides to call some demonologists. um, Two people by the name of Ed and Lorraine Warren um, come down and agree to take on the case. And they conduct an initial investigation and conclude that the house more than likely is going to require an exorcism. Now, exorcisms are, are kind of a funky thing. so. In the United States, I don't know if this is the same in the world, I assume it is, um, an exorcism cannot be performed by the Catholic Church without first getting authorization from like the Pope basically. Um, And in the US and in the world, there's very few people who are certified and allowed to do an exorcism. So what is an exorcism? So first of all, possessions, When something is possessed or someone is possessed um, or something is possessed, um, essentially a evil spirit or in this case a demon uh, takes over um, the the host. So one common misconception is that a possession can only happen to a person or a living thing and that's incorrect. Um, Things that can be possessed could be of course humans uh, places can be be possessed i have a very uh, interesting important um story that happened to me um, i've witnessed some stuff um, i'll probably touch on a later episode um but places can be possessed possessions actual things so like a doll a box a shoe i mean anything can be possessed um now those type of things are usually due to someone opening up some kind of vortex uh, possibly during like a seance or during a botched game of Ouija Um, a lot of things can go wrong when you mess with that part of the paranormal world Um, but anyways so they they have to contact the Catholic Church and they have to provide further evidence uh, before they can proceed with that so Ed and Lorraine, the demonologist, discovered that the house once belonged to an accused witch um, who sacrificed her weak old child to the devil and then killed herself uh, back in 1863 after cursing all who would take her land. Um, They then find reports of numerous murders and suicides in the house that has since been built on that property. Now, dealing into the witchcraft uh, part of this before we go crazy on this um witchcraft and witches aren't by default evil there are different types of witchcraft it's a, it's you I know mean, wiccan pagan you have religions specifically around this so i don't want this movie to kind of give you a bad taste for the witches um i have many friends who consider themselves to be witches um and they are <laughs> lovely people to tell you the truth um, Now, the way that this takes it is this person was someone who did dark magic or who kind of dabbled into the demonics and, you know, in this particular case, is trying to make contact with the devil um, himself. So, again, messing with shit you probably shouldn't have fucked with. Um... So in order to gather evidence, Ed and Lorraine, again, the demonologist, place cameras and bells around the house, um, you know, to see if if they can capture everything. So obviously cameras are used in the field. Uh, We prefer to use, I think analog film works best. Obviously it's harder to come by nowadays, but like mini DV, um, high eight films, those Tend to capture the most, Um, and the reason I say that is because even when it comes back to like film cameras, they're less likely to get distorted by EMF interference. So if it's you're running something that requires electricity, um, which obviously the camcorders are going to require, regardless, your footage though, if it's saved onto like a memory card, could get compromised in a large enough EMF disturbance. So. I personally like to use the mini DV videos. Um, they're very high quality, um, digital quality, but they're stored on actual physical tape. Um, and, you know, I've, I've had instances where my camera battery will just suddenly drain completely um, and some parts of the camera will need to be replaced. But the footage still remains um, with little to no distortion or. Um, any compromise to the footage. So, anyways, they set those up and they set up something, uh, they set up a bell, it says, right? So, bells and little balls and things like that, I call those tokens. So, essentially, things that you are allowing the entity to interact with. Um, so, normally, in an investigation will kind of like try to prompt the ghost to do something. It's like, hey, if you're here, you know, move this little marble. Hey, if you're here, ring this bell hey, if you're here, let's do this, 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 and that. And essentially, you're just trying to get an interaction from the ghost. Um, anyways, so what they discover with their footage is um, they can see Cindy, uh, one of the children, I believe that's one of the children, uh, sleepwalking uh, to her sister's room. And from the EVPs coming from the radio, they can hear a spirit luring cindy into the wardrobe so evps um electronic voice phenomena that's again the sounds we capture um it's harder these days to come across a analog like voice recorder Um, It's nearly impossible nowadays. You can probably find them at like thrift shops and stuff like like that. The last place I knew you can get them was like radio shacks and they're like all shutting down. So um, digital recorders work just fine for that. For some odd reason, I've I've rarely had any issues where the audio didn't come through. Um, More than likely, I caught audio that I didn't actually hear myself while I was there. Um, The body is a funny thing about you know, choosing what it wants to see and hear, but when you have the electronics there, they capture what's actually there. It's kind of an interesting thing. Um, Anyway, so they heard EVPs coming from the radio um, of a voice luring Cindy into the wardrobe. Well, what happens is, is in the wardrobe, there is a secret passage inside. So one of the demonologists, Lorraine, enters that passage and falls through the floorboards into the cellar, remember that boarded up cellar. Um, where she sees a spirit of a woman, um, that had long ago possessed and used to kill her child, had long ago been possessed rather, and was used to kill her child. Um, so the Perone family decides to take refuge at a motel while Ed and Lorraine take their evidence to the church. Um, they have enough evidence now, um, to at least petition to get an exorcism done. um. So the Warren's daughter, Judy, so our demonologist daughter, Judy, is attacked in their own home by the witch. Um, Though Ed arrives in time to save her, Carolyn, who is now possessed by the witch because she fell in the cellar, uh, takes Christine and April back to the house. So this is, this is an interesting thing. So essentially coming in contact with the spirit down there with, with the witch, um, it chose a new host and essentially moved from you know having the house as a host you know the solid land as a host to actually taking over the body of carolyn now there's a tons of possessions that are documented um obviously evidence is really hard to come by because when exorcisms are done and things of that nature electronics and things seem to fail Um, And that's a very, 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 very common. Um, But in this particular case, Carolyn has now become the new host. So the demonologist Carolyn is now essentially the witch um, in this movie. So Ed and Lorraine, um, Ed and Lorraine find carolyn in the cellar trying to stab christine trying to stab her daughter um kind of reliving the same thing as when the witch sacrificed her child um after you know where am i here let me see uh possessed so after tying carolyn to a chair ed decides that nexusism needs to be performed on carolyn um, but then he realizes that there isn't enough time to wait for the priest to arrive, so Ed decides to perform the exorcism himself. So let's, let's talk about this. First of all, um, aside from being a ghost hunter, a uh, paranormal investigator, I am also an ordained minister. And I, in some way, shape, or form, have the ability to perform an exorcism, but it is something that requires a lot of training. And you have to be, you know. First of all, there's a lot of insurance issues that come with this, so it has to be a sanctioned exorcism, um, so that you know people can die in this. Just the the stress levels of this particular action could kill someone. It could kill the possessed. It could kill the priest. It could kill, you know, people in and around the room. It's 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 very sketchy territory. So the fact that Ed um, decided to do this himself um, it really screams Hollywood movie, and that's that's probably the bullshit of the story. Um, I'm not going to lie, it, this is based on true events. So maybe in the event he actually tried to do this, was it smart? Hell no um but obviously during the exorcism he gets attacked by the ghost or by the uh, demonic spirit um and that doesn't go so well for him um so though carolyn escapes and attempts to kill april uh lorraine is able to distract carolyn from killing her daughter by remaining or reminding her rather um of a special memory that they share together as a family allowing Ed to complete the exorcism, saving Carolyn and April and lifting the witch's curse forever. Um, So returning home, Lorraine lets Ed, uh, tells Ed rather that they have been left a message saying that they have been granted approval by the Catholic church to perform the exorcism. Uh, They also have another case to investigate in Long Island before leaving. So, Ed adds a music box from the Perones' house to a collection of items he and Lorraine have saved from past cases. It inexplicably opens and plays music until the screen cuts to black. So the, the spirit's not gone in this particular case. Now the spirit has possessed an object, um, and they kind of leave it like that as a cliffhanger. Um, so dissecting this film, Reality of stuff, demonics, possessions, witchcraft, messing around with the other side, you know, sacrifices to the devil and dealing with, like, seances and things like that. All those things are the things I've come across and and, and have, you know, witnessed in my investigations. Um where this movie kind of like sways into an unbelievable territory is that the demonologists have the ability to complete an exorcism. Um, Obviously it didn't work because it possessed something else. The spirit just moved out of Carolyn's body into a box. Um, But I strongly urge anyone who wants to attempt an exorcism <laughs> to really not do it. Um, don't mess with that stuff unless you know exactly what you're doing. Um, it's it's very dangerous territory. So, summing up the film, I would say this movie is a majority again because it's based on true events. It's the majority of the film. Is pretty accurate uh, things that could have happen how they've went ahead to deal with these situations utter bullshit right um, again there's no reason why Ed had to rush this exorcism he could have waited for the Catholic Church to approve it send a priest out there and it could have been done uh, officially and effectively um, but anyways so Summing it up, this movie is more science fact than science fiction, in my opinion. Um, it does have its flaws, but definitely a great film to check out. Again, if you haven't seen the movie, the um, movie came out in 2013. It's called The Conjuring. It's currently available, again, on uh, Netflix as of the release of this show. And then you can, of course, purchase it on Amazon.com. Uh, I'm sure it's like 12 bucks or something like that on DVD. Um, All right guys, thank you so much. Um, If you like this show and all of our previous episodes, make sure you check out our patreon page Uh, link is of course in the podcast description and Make sure that you tune in next week. We'll be covering another film in our science and cinema series Thank you so much again for joining me um, on this episode. I hope it was interesting. I hope you kind of learned something and uh, hope I inspired you guys to perhaps dive into some of these films with me all right thank you so much again my name is nico fontaine and until next time this has been ghost etc